Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harridge here with your daily VRA investing video cast. Hope you're having a good day today. Welcome to the Biden recession. Welcome, folks. Doesn't that feel great? Would it take a year and a half? Uh, we knew. We knew right away. Did anybody doubt, anybody have a doubt that when this guy was installed as president, that we'd have a recession in this country? With all the trillions of dollars in funny money, right, fiat currencies that they printed, right, that resulted in this hyperinflation we've seen, 41-year 40, highs in inflation. They still have a recession with all the money printing. You know, uh, <clears throat> no one watching this is surprised. No one is surprised, period. This is the Biden recession. And look, <clears throat> if this was Trump, do you think for a second, do you think for a second, that they would be giving him a pass on this definition, right, of a recession. We've had back-to-back -back quarters, negative quarters GDP, right? Today's came in at uh, uh, negative 0.9% to go with one point, uh, negative 1.4 or 1.6% in Q1. That's back-to-back -back quarters of a negative GDP. That is a technical recession. Now, that's not the official recession from MBER, but would anybody in the media, right, give Trump a pass. No, every it would be 100% people saying we're in a recession. So guess what? We are in a recession. Biden gets no pass from anybody, certainly not from us. He hasn't earned it. And because everything he's done has been intentional, that's what we have to assume here is forget about what they say, right? They're trying their hardest, working their hardest. Biden just has bad luck. He just got bad luck. That's not the message you want from a president either. It's a recession. So <clears throat> we're going to talk about today about what that means, okay? Because it means some really important things. Like the stock market lows are in place. Like interest rates are going to plummet from here. Like precious metals and miners are going to zoom higher from here. There's a lot of outcomes from this that we want to be positioned for correctly as we move forward. Let's get into it. Uh, right now, markets at the highest today. Kind of been all over the place after yesterday's melt-up, and it was a melt-up. Uh, Dow Jones today now at up 220 on the day. NASDAQ up 61, and uh, right uh, both right at the highest of the day. Uh, you know, market opened higher a little bit, zoomed higher, and then went negative real quick. And here came the concerns of, because Bespoke and other firms are out there, research firms are saying, well, typically when you have a big move higher on a Fed uh, meeting, they give it back. Well, they tried to this morning and now we're going higher. Look, <clears throat> no one can predict day to day. And what I can tell you is that the move higher into the midterms is on. And I'm just going to repeat one more time because it's that important and it's something we've harped on, as you know, uh, for, for a long time. When the first half of the year is as bad as this first half was, this is the worst first half since 1970, one of the five worst first halves, period, okay, in the stock market. When the first half is that bad, the second half is gangbusters to the upside. 100% of the time, right? Five for five, 100% of the time with big moves higher, averaging 23% higher into year end. Um, with this president, is that possible? Probably not. But uh, the lows are in, we believe, and uh, certainly for the stocks that we care most about and that uh, for most stocks, the lows are in, we can still have a shock. You know, look, uh, we could go into a deep recession. I don't think that's going to happen here. I'm seeing some signs that tell me that's probably not going to happen here. Um, and I also am very hopeful that after the midterms and the shellacking that Dems should have, that we do get a Joe Biden that moves back. There's nothing, there's nothing liberal about this guy. People get it all wrong. He's a lifetime Democrat, but he's an old white guy who's been nothing but a conservative. Forget about all of the all the rhetoric, okay, and the narrative. This guy is anti-crime. Remember, he's this is the guy that sponsored the crime bill 
right? And said that all these, uh, all the thugs on the streets should be locked away. You, know, you get, you get, you get one caught one time and crack, you go away for a decade. Okay, this is that Joe Biden. He hasn't changed. That's who he is. He loves real estate. He, he, he loves investing and making money and doing deals with his son all over the world when he was VP and now president. That's who this guy is. So the rest is all bullshit, okay? I think that bodes well for us. I think that's who the guy really is. Now, again, the concern is, again, the Great Reset, World Economic Forum, intentionally crashing the system. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. And I don't because I'm an optimist. I believe America is the best country on the planet, and our best days are ahead of us, and I'll never, ever bet against America. So that's at my core, okay? But I also was very encouraged by what we saw from Jay Powell yesterday. By the way, did you notice that Bloomberg commented on this? Jay Powell looked like he was being held hostage. I, I kept wanting him to blink a couple times to indicate he was, he was okay. He didn't look like he wanted to be up there. He, he rushed off stage about as quick as he could, you know? And uh, he looked he looked up beaten man. Bloomberg made note of that, right? And he knew he knew what today's report was, obviously, which is why he was so dovish yesterday. But it was we saw, and this is significant, a significant, and the media is not talking about this as much as they should. Imagine that. We saw yesterday some significant changes from the Federal Reserve, big time. Now, this is if you joined us, you know this is what we I predicted this yesterday. I said exactly what was going to happen. It happened uh, that there would be comments from the Fed saying that they're going to uh, uh, be more uh, data dependent, right? Uh, well, that's exactly what happened. That's, he said that over and over again. We're, we're throwing out our, our forward guidance is gone, right? We're, we're now going to be data dependent, which is what they should have always been. And he made a great point that, look, we're living in times that are so volatile. Things change so fast that we can't have a six-month game plan or a one-year game plan. So all of this talk about unlimited rate hikes into 2023, I told you yesterday, folks, I'm going to sound like a real asshole for patting myself on the back here, but I spent some time on this yesterday because it's important. All of these economists were saying the same thing, weren't they? The Fed is serious this time. They're going to get a handle on inflation. That means they're going to keep hiking rates like Paul Volcker did, and they're going to keep going, going, going. Even if we're in a recession, even the economy's slowing, they all said that, didn't they? Not all, but you know what I mean? Vast majority, right? The In the system, the economists, the ones that are climate scientists now, essentially. That's, they're all hired by the government. The Fed employs a thousand economists, and the vast majority always toe the company line because they want to sit at the cool kids' table. They want those promotions. They want to be a Fed governor one day, and who knows, maybe even Fed chair. And they won't get there unless they toe the company line. As my mentor, Ted Parsons, as I walked through yesterday, I'm just remembering the, the, the video cast yesterday. Yeah, it did play out exactly as, as I said. They, they all said the same thing. And when they do that, as Ted taught me, they're always wrong. Always, always wrong. So we nailed it. I was wrong about the recession. I did think, I did not think that we'd get a negative print. And I'll tell you why. Again, the conspiracy, conspiracy kept in me said that, you know, they'll manipulate the data. They'll, 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 they'll do whatever they have to to make this come in slightly positive so it's not back-to-back -back quarters. Joe Biden doesn't even have enough juice to make that happen. That's how bad this guy is, okay? He couldn't even manipulate and bribe a few people to rig this data. Uh, that's, that, that, this guy is a loser. I mean, Joe Biden is he's, he's horrible, right? Remember Barack Obama said this, right? He can F anything up is what he said about, about Joe Biden, and he does. He's wrong on every policy a decision he's made in his career. Bottom line, we'll get past Joe Biden. 
but this is a recession. We're not going to give them the benefit of the doubt at all. And all the spin doctors out there for the Dems today trying to do so. No, we're not buying it. We're not buying it. I want to shout out to my to my good friend, uh, Wayne Allen Root, who wanted to bet me. And he was so confident that the GD print was going to be negative today. He was so confident that he wanted to bet a million dollars. True story. A million dollars that it'd be negative. And I never, ever bet with anybody that's that confident, especially when it's Wayne Allen Root. Uh, he's a professional gambler. So, you know, I, I was not going to go there, but he made a great call. He was exactly right. I was exactly wrong. We were in a recession. It was going to happen anyway. I, I, I had said that. It just happened sooner. And the good news is, here, historically, when, when, we, when it's made official, and this is official, we're in a recession. When it's made official, forget the MBER. When it's made official, we're in a recession, the market's lows are in. Look what's happening, right? The lows are in, and we've already typically exited the recession, right? I don't know if that's the case. Again, I don't think we can say anything is definite anymore with this guy as president. Uh, but there's some positive things. We've been talking about those, some positive developments. I like this $280 billion uh, tech and, and uh, a semi-bill. Yes, it's got a lot of pork. I recognize all that. But it's still an America first plus, Okay. Because we need the onshoring of semiconductors and chips into the U.S. and the jobs that come with it. I'll take a little pork to get that big benefit, which could last decades. So that's a big plus. Let's move away from Taiwan and the risk of China, right? Because chips go in everything that will only increase, increasingly be the case, okay? So I'll take that as a positive. Uh, again, I like the transition that Jay Powell made yesterday. Uh, even As hard as it was for him, as it like he was being held hostage, but again, uh, I, I see some positives here. The economy is resilient. It really is resilient. Uh, unemployment is very low. The transportation industry is still booming. Housing market is looking recessionary. It is looking recessionary. But again, the, the, the supply-demand uh, data around housing is so skewed and backwards that you know housing driven by millennials, again, this is in our new book coming out next week, millennials are driving everything, folks. They've got a lot of money. They, they're, they're, they're active investors, they're entrepreneurs, and they, they will continue to drive the housing market. And if housing and transportation are booming, and they are, they really are, then we're going to be fine. We get the midterms, we get the outcome we're looking for, an increasingly red-pilled America. And if Biden does make that turn back to the middle, as Bill Clinton did, uh, just telling you straight up, this market is ready to zoom, and the economy is ready to improve. Uh, it's all on the midterms. It's only three months away. One last reminder, again, based on analytics and data, the single best 12-month period to be an investor are the 12 months after the midterms. We see it time and time again. We're three months away from that. All right, we've got to make it through the summer. It's a rocky period. Remember, market crashes happen in September and October. So we've got to be, you know, it's not going to be straight up. You know, trees don't grow in the sky overnight. Uh, but again, we, we believe we're long. We're adding to, we've been adding to positions, as you know, and we are looking for a move higher in the midterms. Uh, and I think at this point, Dems are going to do whatever they can. And the Fed, you know, which is, of course, Uniparty, you know, the, uh, the, uh, they're all buddy-buddy. Uh, they're going to do whatever they can to, 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 to juice the market higher. Because when the markets go higher, the wealth effect becomes positive. People start looking at their 401ks again instead of filing it away. I don't even want to see it, right? People start getting more optimistic. The wealth effect from the stock market is a leading indicator. It's very, very real. And very quickly, animal spirits can return in this country. People can, it happened with Trump and it can happen with Biden, but he's got to make that choice to leave this, this great reset 
World Economic Forum, depopulation losers, okay? These communists, that's got to be gone. And he's got to come back to the middle and just act like he's a president that actually cares about his country instead of hates it. That's all he has to do. And then get out of our way. We'll take care of the rest. Um, what else today? Technically speaking, again, the markets broke a key, SP500 and NASDAQ and semiconductors, okay? Our leaders broke key resistance levels yesterday. Downtrend lines have been in place uh, in the semiconductors, uh, uh, for example, SMH, that, that it broke yesterday, broke a downtrend line that's been in place since January of this year as the semis fell 40%, right? SP 100 broke a downtrend line that's been in place since early uh, May. And so there's no resistance here, really. This market has room to move higher. We've worked off our overbought, extreme overbought levels. That'll return fairly quickly. Uh, but we're now seeing a pattern change, not only in the internals, which, by the way, even today, when the, when the Dow was down 200, NASDAQ was down 140, even then, the internals were flat. This is a significant pattern change in the foundational strength of this market, which is the market internals. That started changing a couple months ago, and that's when we started getting much more confident. That's always a leading indicator for the market action. And on top of that, again, the technicals now improving, the pattern action is improving, and uh, you know, again, we're set. We are set for a move higher in the midterms. I'm going to focus on uh, finally today groups that we like the most here. I've already mentioned the semis and tech because they always lead. Semiconductors losing 40 percent in six months. Okay, I'm sorry. That's just just close your eyes and buy. Okay, uh, this is this is the group that's going to lead higher. Same thing with tech, right? Especially with rates now plummeting. The 10-year folks is down to 2.69 percent. What happened to all the people saying we were going to four, five, six percent on the ten-year? Where did they go? All right, this is only going to move. Rates are only going to move lower. Again, we expect rates to be negative in the United States by 2025 or so. Okay, financial engineering is only beginning, and yes, that has a, a very positive effect on the stock market. That is a risk-on situation. We only had rate spike because of inflation. That was a temporary situation. They had it right. It was transitory. They just forgot the definition of transitory. It's not a month or two, right? It's been about a year. And now that is all that all that added funny money is beginning to wear off. They're going to try to throw some more out there, of course. But most of the inflationary damage has been done. We see it in rates. We see it in the dollar. As rates in the dollar begin to move lower, it's extremely bullish, okay? For U.S. equities, is it actually very, very bullish for emerging markets and European markets, although we don't really care much about those. The U.S. is the place to be. That's where our focus remains. And finally, look, I love this group. Precious metals and miners, okay, they're up big today. They, they really made the turn yesterday. We focused on a chart, if you remember last week, of gold that it hit a low, an oversold level it had not seen at any point in the last six years. And, but looking on the charts, every time it reached that level of oversold on four other occasions, massive move higher took place in gold. And miners always lead. We want to see the miners as they're leading today. They're up big. We want to see the miners, gold and silver, continue to move higher. I think that's the, that's the action we're going to get. We have our favorite names. I think we're going to make a lot of money in this, in this move higher as rates come down, as the dollar comes down, and as the Fed gets ready. Get ready. The Fed will be cutting rates next year. First quarter? Yeah, first quarter. They'll be cutting rates as the economy continues to, 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 to slow, but stabilize as well. So uh, Tyler sent me a, a piece this morning. 
You remember all the talk of not only, you know, the Fed was going to hike rates 37 times and, and the 10-year the yield was going to go to 5 6% or whatever. I mean, there are people actually saying, people that we know and respect, actually, uh, Rich Ross being one of them at uh, Evercore. Uh, that was not a great call. Those same people, though, were also saying that quantitative tightening was actually going to happen and that the Fed was going to uh, sell. <laughs> it's hard for me to say without laughing. The Fed was going to sell three trillion dollars worth of their uh, the, the, their their bonds, government bonds, government uh, paper on their balance sheet. Total, of course, their total is nine trillion in debt. And I, we just Todd and I just laugh about that every day because it's just never going to happen. They've sold a total in quantitative tightening so far of something like sixty billion dollars worth out of nine trillion. It's like one tenth of one percent. There is zero chance that they're going to sell three trillion dollars worth of holdings. Quantitative tightening is done. Right. Fed rate hikes are done. Right. They're not going to be hiking rates into recession, folks. Not going to happen. Right. That's what we saw from J-PAL yesterday. That was the look of, OK, folks, big change coming here. And I really don't want to have to be the guy to do it because I'm just I'm, I'm totally reversing myself from the last six months. But here we go. You know, and um, but again, no QT. We'll have more quantitative easing. We'll have 15 trillion dollars in QE with 2025, 2026, that could change. Again, with Republican leadership, that, that could change with a strong economy. That's the one thing, but we'll take that, right? We took it under Trump. Trump uh, very quickly took the, you know, the GDP back to uh, the 5% area, right? From less than 2% under Obama. So again, we, we have a steamroll from Republicans this year in the midterms, and then we get Trump or DeSantis in, uh, in 2024, and now we're talking about the U.S. economy really cooking with gas. And that's, that's what we expect is going to take place. With that, we'll take some higher rates if that happens, okay? So that's not set in stone, uh, but then, those are the things we're looking at. All right, folks, listen, just a heads up. This will be our last uh, video cast for a few days. We're going to be heading out of town, get a, going to the beach house in Galveston, getting away for a few days, just a brief getaway, long weekend, really. So nothing tomorrow, nothing Monday. We'll be back here Tuesday, though. We will have our podcast today. Tyler's doing the podcast at the end of the market today. So we'll have that. Otherwise, we'll be uh, out of the office uh, Friday and Monday and see you back here again Tuesday. Folks, thanks always for watching. Really appreciate it. And uh, have a great day. We'll see you back here again next week. Bye-bye.